what's up everybody and welcome back to my podcast i don't know why i just said it like that but i figured i'd change it up <laughs> um but i have been so busy actually i've been so busy but i have not been so busy it just feels like this whole kind of lack of sleep thing um and like day by day life like and trying to figure out this like whole mom shit is like really like i don't know it's like (laughs) i don't even know how to explain it like i'm just like i'm just I'm, like, tired, but I'm not tired, and, like, I feel busy, but I'm not busy, like, it always feels like there's, like, a hundred things going on, but, like, there's not at the same time, you know, but anyway, um, so today, I'm a day late on my podcast, so I apologize, and thank you for everybody that listens in to these podcasts and shares them, likes them, comments, gives me feedback, and whatnot. Um, so thank you and thank you for being patient i'm sorry again that this is a day late um today was a really big day and i was just really trying to focus on like being positive about it and breastfeeding and like pumping because i just wanted to make sure i got a good night's sleep last night and you know what i didn't (laughs) i thought i was gonna be able to like you know maybe sleep I have like a good decent sleep and whatnot um don't yeah guys the biggest thing that i took for granted before having kids is definitely sleep <laughs> um because like yeah man like your day just goes in and out in and out and like you, you don't even know sometimes what time it is when you have a kid and you're just like up all the time and you sleep during the day and you up during the night and you sleep during the night and you're up during the day yeah <laughs> very a strange lifestyle i don't want to say strange actually it's very normal for a lot of people that are parents <laughs> um but yeah so i was just trying to like be focused on today um and whatnot so today i had an appeal hearing with the board of appeals through what is it like the RMV or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> and um, for for my license, because I have when I was arrested, the my arresting officer put an immediate threat on my license. Which pretty much means that you should never drive ever again. That you probably can't ever drive ever again. You shouldn't. Legally, you cannot drive ever again. Because you're a threat to everybody, apparently. I didn't know driving sober (laughs) would get you an immediate threat. Because I wasn't... Because I wasn't actually convicted of what I was arrested for. So, because... He was trying to say, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's so funny because, like, the whole point of these podcasts are for me to smoke and, like, talk to you guys. But 
and so like be believable that like yeah i was like smoking and driving but actually i wasn't smoking and driving at this date and time when i was arrested so i was like falsely arrested for smoking and driving which is when i it's so funny because like when i tell people this they look at me and they're like you weren't smoking and driving it's like yeah i actually wasn't nah i wasn't this time and i don't know if i told you guys about this in a previous podcast or whatnot but like the way this officer went about his like him arresting me there's this whole situation about my arrest and how it got to this point was absolutely insane and i I honestly wish I had a copy of the police report in front of me because if I was to read that to you guys guys I don't know like I was cracking up when I read that shit like that was like a nice little short story comedy skit bullshit thing that (laughs) this man like wrote up for like his entertainment that's like is that what working third shift does to people it drives you to like do weird crazy things maybe he should have smoked that's what he should have been doing was smoking not me but fucking so i was falsely arrested accused of negligent operation of a vehicle um accused of being under the influence what's really crazy is when you get acute like when you get accused of being under the influence of like drugs i don't know how it is for alcohol because like alcohol is like an obvious versus like sometimes or drugs is not always um so they have to bring in like a drug recognition expert um to like evaluate and evaluate not i tried to shorten that but that just didn't sound right so they bring in a drug recognition expert to evaluate you to see if you're really like under the influence of drugs and yeah you think you would learn i would have learned that the night of my arrest because someone of that was supposed to come and do that but no i didn't find that out until like i had a meeting with my attorney he was like did a drug recognition expert come and evaluate you and i was like a what he was like a drug recognition expert and i was like what the hell is that and he's like so that's a no and i was like and no and then obviously he explained what a drug recognition expert is even though actually it's kind of just in the name drug recognition expert (laughs) Um, i'm sorry baby but yeah like so i i never had one come evaluate me i'm sitting and like and getting booked and processed and whatnot and like this shit was so crazy i i hated this officer because i i just knew him for way too long for too many reasons and whatnot he was just always available you know like that's a weird thing too like why are you always available well i mean i understand like you do your job but like damn why is it always you you know i don't want to be like be like he's always available because like you know he's he was doing his job but it's just like damn like why is it always fucking you (laughs) and but like my luck yeah some bullshit and fucking so no 
didn't have a drug recognition expert come see me and also another thing is is that like in the state of massachusetts when you are like pulling over a female if you're a male cop and you're pulling over a female or you have any kind of altercation with a female um person (laughs) um you have to have a female officer on site with you before you can really do anything because that's just the law and like you know like just for just for the reasons of like for safety for them and for you and whatnot and so he was supposed to call also a female officer to come come wherever he pulled me over in front of my old right in front of my old apartment building and he never did that and no female officer came and whatnot and witnessed what happened and anything um and so there's that against him on top of the fact that he pulled me out of my car as soon and as soon as he pulled me out of my car he instantly put me in handcuffs because he felt that he was like unsafe and I was like, what am I getting detained for? And he's like, I'm just doing this for my safety. Like, bullshit. Like, I'm not a very big person. Yeah, like, I could fight you and everything, but I'm not. What? My, that would, what? Why, that, where's, what sense is that? Why would I fight an officer? Why would I fight a police officer? I'd run. That's still not smart either, because, you know, like, tase you shoot you whatever chase you tackle you 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 know (laughs) just anything like that is just not smart so and then like obviously this officer is like way bigger than me so it's like for you to feel unsafe you feel unsafe because i'm supposedly under the influence of marijuana so you <laughs> you feel unsafe you're afraid of this this 410 little asian girl that's possibly stoned which i wasn't and although i'm not gonna lie i really wish i was at this time because like man oh i could not believe i was facing that shit sober <laughs> what <laughs> thing i'm i'm sober right now and i'm reliving this moment telling you guys through this podcast and like god damn god fucking damn like the this whole story of the truth is a is a complete short story just like the police report except for one is true and one is not and which one is the truth not the police report (laughs) um (laughs) so fucking all this shit is going down i'm sober i'm in my head wishing i could was like hi and then he was like the best part my favorite part is when he took out the breathalyzer and was like i need you to blow in this i was like you want me to take a breathalyzer he was like i can write you down for like your refusal and you can just be automatically arrested for that and i was like because i don't want to take a breathalyzer like i'm not even drunk he's like it's protocol right <laughs> right <laughs> like you want to throw protocol in this shit you want to like what right like you pulling me out of my car protocol right 
you putting me in handcuffs because you're scared for your life protocol right so all this is protocol okay (laughs) oh my god man man the officers like these yo these police officers nowadays have some crazy audacity like i not all of them and i will say that not all of them but damn the ones that they got some nerve lord anyway that's that's their issue. <laughs> I mean, it became my issue because, God, yeah, look at the shit that I got in because of them. But, like, God damn. Anyway. And so, um, what was it? Where was I? Man, sorry, I was just rambling for a little bit. But my case ended up going to trial it got continued without a finding because like the only quote evidence unquote that they had was a tobacco joint and it got like lost in evidence or something like that and like so anyway this whole case should have been thrown out from the get but it just wasn't they just decided to drag it along for some bullshit and they just like they literally just like strung me along on some bullshit and then my i was in a situation where i couldn't afford an oui lawyer i mean not any but not everybody has like five six grand just laying around spare change (laughs) ready for like an oui lawyer but now i'm just now i'm just informed just in keep like keep keep some petty cash on me as in six grand in case i need an oui lawyer you know no big deal just a six grand lawyer just in case i get falsely arrested for oui drugs marijuana like what oh yeah that's that's another thing marijuana legal legal since 2016 and when was my arrest 2019 three years three years a citizen it was just oh man it was just been it was just some bullshit just some crazy crazy bullshit my my lawyer just sucked ass man and then the only thing that honestly that had turned the situation around was the fact that that the arrest my arresting officer really was an idiot. God damn, he was a he was an idiot for real. Cause not only did he lie on my case, on my police report, he lied on several other police reports. Like, bro. You didn't think this was going to catch up to you at some point? Right? Oh, yeah. Mind you. And then, like, I was put on, like, probation for a year. (laughs) And, yo, my probation officer... Yo! (laughs) Yo! This is... Yo, this is even the best part. So, fucking... All these, like, first... Like, um... What, what did they call it like first offense first offense oui cases they got sent to like some some 
<clears throat> office that they work with, that the courts work with in, like, Clinton. <laughs> Clinton, Mass. Whatever the fuck that is. I want to say it's down by Boston, right? Like, Eastern Mass, Clinton, Massachusetts. That's where my um, stand-in stand in not even a real fucking probation officer he's like he was like a fake probation i don't want to say fake probation officer, but he was just like an acting probation officer he was honestly just like he's not even a real probation officer his name was jason something that's how unimportant he was can't even remember his fucking name because he's not even a real probation officer fucking jason the non-probation officer like what fucking up my life he, he fucked up my life, too. Fucking, so... Because it, it wasn't even COVID yet. Was it? Was it COVID? No. No, it wasn't even COVID. Wait. Hold mm. that. No. It wasn't COVID yet. <laughs> even though, technically, Trump knew about it in November. But it didn't get announced until March. But anyway, that's a whole different story. Um... Yeah, so, um, so, okay, so I didn't have to do, like, in-person check-ins with my probation officer, so I had, I did, like, mail-in, so, like, every first of the month, I did a mail what, baby, you dreaming, you dreaming of mommy's false arrest, it's definitely not a dream, it's a nightmare, <laughs> but, um, so I had, like, this fake probation officer, right? And so <laughs> I had to do mail-in check-ins every month. Every, like, first of the month, I, like, sent in, like, my mail check-in and whatever and um, whatnot. And I also had to do this drug and alcohol class, education class. And honestly, it was more about alcohol because, yeah. Cause, and I was in that class with, like, three other idiots that were fucking drunk drivers and whatever and they were fucking idiots i swear to god god damn ah don't get me wrong that class is real informational <laughs> actually kind of i forgot about it a lot of it <laughs> um and whatnot but anyway i was in there and it was so crazy because like they were all in there for drunk driving and everything and i'm just like oh i'm here because i marijuana and they're all like huh isn't it legal this that and the third right and i'm just like i just looked at them all like just shut up like i'm here like just shut up <laughs> like we all know like this is the stupidest reason for me to be here but i'm here and they all probably looked at me like she's just dumb she got caught up no no <laughs> that's not it but i had to do that and I, you, you were only allowed to, like, miss three of those classes. And I ended up missing three. <laughs> and so, because I missed three, I almost got kicked out of the class. And I would have had to do it again. Mm, that would not have looked good um, and whatnot. But thankfully, I was able to, like, stay back in the class and whatever. Because I had pretty valid reason um, and whatnot. And... I think because of me missing that third class, it got, like, sent over to, like, my probation and whatnot, um, and so I had to get called into court, but because I didn't get show up for court because, um, like, the 
the letter for me to show up to court got sent to a different address of mine. It got sent to my parents' house, and I wasn't at my parents' house at the time, so I never received the letter. Um, so I missed my court. <laughs> I missed my court date, and I had a warrant out for my arrest. Wasn't that grand? Ain't that grand? And um, whatnot. And actually, so my fake probation officer put a warrant out for my arrest and whatever. And I ended up getting arrested. And again, oh my god, the amount of times I've been arrested. It's not funny, but it's like funny because, like, it's me. <laughs> but I show up in the court and whatever, and the like an actual probation officer is like, This is ridiculous. And he was like, He would ask me, He was like, Do you live at this address? And I was like, No. And he's like, What have you been writing on, like, on your check in sheets? And I was like, oh, I've been writing this address. He's like, Your, pro- your probation officer is an idiot. And, and that's when I found out that he wasn't even a probation officer, that he's just like some fake stand in probation officer because they needed like more probation officers and i was like he's not even a real probation officer he's like no and i was like yeah he's an idiot have me get arrested for no reason <laughs> he's like he should not have sent it to like the wrong address have you been writing on all your check-ins like this address and i was like yeah so what are we gonna do about this he's like he's like i'm gonna take you on like i'll be your probation officer and he's not gonna be your probation officer anymore which is really dope and so i just ended up getting my probation officer switched and so now i just called this guy every month instead of like doing a mail-in check-in he just called in on me and like like checking on me and whatever and see if everything's going okay i was like yeah and whatnot and so (laughs) that happened oh man um and i ended up finishing my course my like drug and alcohol course with chd um and whatnot and that was a pain to like go there and back i want to say it was like what every thursday i went there for like three hours (laughs) and whatnot and i remember like one time i like couldn't (laughs) i didn't have like a ride there or something so i just drove myself (laughs) <laughs> that pro- that was not like the best idea i don't suggest that do not drive if you can't if you have a suspended <laughs> a suspended license do not drive your car up into like the town of the court system that puts you into the class that you're supposed to be at i don't suggest that very risky somehow i managed to make it back safely <laughs> made it there and back safely but i don't suggest that's like the riskiest 30 minute drive of my life but it's over with now <laughs> i managed oh man i think i just like dry snitched on myself nobody fucking show this podcast to anybody i swear to god i'll be so annoyed now I'm kind of double-guessing on if I should release this podcast or not, just for that information. But I think I'll be okay. Because <laughs> technically my case is over, so. Dismissed. So it won't really affect me. <laughs> but whatever, I'm just paranoid. Because <laughs> um, I've just been dealing with this shit for so long. And so... 
eventually let's see oh yeah so then like this was over and everything i finished probation and whatnot and i was just dealing with this for a little while um and like i didn't really have the money to pay off like um the immediate threat or the suspension which were both like 500 dollars a piece and it was really hard for me to get the immediate threat off because I had to fulfill these requirements um, that a hearings officer had placed on me, which was, oh my God, it was ridiculous. I had to com- like submit like a medical form. I had to commit to like biweekly drug tests for six months. Like, so I had to get drug tested for marijuana for every two weeks for six months. I had to take another driving test. I had and there was like a few other things that I had. There was like six different requirements that I had to fulfill. And the best part is that I had to fulfill these requirements for me to get considered like to have like the RMV consider me to get my license back. Not even that I would guarantee to get my license back. I would be considered on getting <laughs> my license back. So it's like I'm gonna fulfill all these requirements and then you can decide yes or no still. Like for for what? So I like and I wasn't even trying to like do these requirements because like pretty much it says like it would just show that like I'm admitting to like I'm doing I'm fulfilling these requirements because I'm admitting like what it is that i was what i did which i didn't do anything actually and that was like my whole argument like and that's why i haven't fulfilled the requirements so guys just be be careful and just be smart about like the things that like sometimes like the laws and the court systems be wanting you to do because that could just be digging your hole a little bit deeper than you think instead of like first like some people would think like i'm just gonna do this and get this done over with and get my license back but then like that whole word considered getting your license back is what like threw me off and i was just like i'm not about to do all these things because i didn't do i didn't i wasn't like under the influence when i was arrested so why would i commit to doing all these things for me to get considered like you feel me and so that was a no and so i was trying to fight my immediate threat for so long because pretty much your immediate threat is just like saying like i said like you can't do anything you can't drive no nothing like it's just indefinite you're done for you know and i learned my lesson of getting a state id (laughs) when you have a license when you guys when you get your when you get a state id and like you have a valid license even if your license is suspended whatever's going on with your license if you have a license don't ever don't ever get a state id because it will invalidate your license and that's a whole nother process that you have to go through and that was crazy they don't teach you that by the way and um driver's ed (laughs) So, remember this, food for thought. <laughs> like, I had to, like, it's crazy because I even called my driver's ed instructor to come in and be like, hey, like, help me get my license back for, like, when my license was invalid. And he was like, I never knew this. I was like, that's great. You didn't even know this. So you're not even teaching this. So, remember that. 
This is turning into a long story. <laughs> but it's been a long process. It's been about like two, almost three years on some bullshit. No, no, for real. And moving on, coming into, I want to say like March. In March, my, <laughs> my court-appointed lawyer called me and was like, Hey, um... We found some evidence that your arresting officer um, lied on your case. It's like, really now? Like, I fucking told you guys this. I've been told you guys this. You guys couldn't just couldn't do anything or you guys just didn't want to do anything about it, which is super annoying. Or maybe they were just waiting for, like, more cases to, like, pop up. Who knows? And whatever. But anyway, he called me and was like, hey, he lied on you, so... I'm going to motion your case to reopen and I'm going to dismiss it. Like, thanks. Thanks. Thanks for finally, finally doing your job. <laughs> couldn't do this way back. Like, when it happened. So I couldn't have had, you know, deal with any of this. At all. Um. <sighs> yeah, so annoying. And so we fucking he opened my case and whatever, and we had to wait for it to go to trial and whatnot. And um, it ended up going to trial in like June of this year, and it finally got dismissed, um, which is really great. And so I was like, oh, yay, like, my case is dismissed. So I'm over here like, okay, I should find, I should be able to, like, just re- go in and just, like, reinstate my license. Right? No, 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 no. No. <laughs> no. So because of the immediate, this, like, this cop, like, fucked me, like, OD. Like, this is crazy. Like, so the immediate threat. So my case is dismissed and everything, but, like, the immediate threat is something that, like, has nothing to do with the court system like the officer has to like put in a request for it like when like the incident happens and has to get approved by the rmv right so like most of the time the rmv like just approves this anyway like off rip and so like i have an immediate threat through the rmv on my license right okay and so <laughs> so I can't even deal with, have, like, the courts do anything about this. I have to go through this with the RMV. And we all know what dealing with the RMV is like. And if you don't deal with the RMV, or if you've never dealt with the RMV, are you really an adult? Are you really an adult? Are you really a person? Because at some point in your life, whether you're, like, a teenager or an adult, you have to deal with the RMV. And dealing with the RMV is the is like nails on chalkboard. It's the most annoying thing in the world. And although actually with COVID, it became much somehow much easier to deal with the RMV because you don't you're not like the biggest thing about the RMV is the fact that you have to wait there and wait there and wait there and wait there and wait there, and, wait there, um, and then not get the results that you want. Um, where at least now you can book an appointment. You book an appointment and you go in there and there's no wait at all. You get called in automatically. Woohoo. Get in there right away, right? To still not get the results that you want. 
<laughs> that <laughs> like what the fuck <laughs> and so i had to like so i had to call a hearings officer and whatnot the same kind of hearings officer that put the requirements on me those crazy ridiculous bi-weekly drug testing requirements like what the fuck for six months what the fuck and um but i kept getting like the same response pretty much with every hearings officer and what's crazy is that like a he- the hearings officer has the ability to like remove these requirements and they could have easily they could have easily been like i'm gonna remove these requirements and you can reinstate your license especially since my case got dismissed like how crazy is that but each every time i called the hearings officer and like had a virtual hearing they're like oh like we see these requirements are put on your license and honestly there's nothing we can do about it um you're just gonna have to fulfill these requirements and i'm like no <laughs> I'm not gonna re- like fulfill these requirements. I don't have to do them. I shouldn't have to do them because my case is dismissed. Why is my case dismissed? Because this fucking officer, this dickhead officer, lied on my life, lied on my whole life, okay, and ruined my life. I'm not fulfilling these requirements. Give me back my fucking license. I have a life to continue. And at the time, I was pregnant. Like, oh my god. <laughs> It was just so crazy. And I've dealt with them like four or five times saying, no, no, oh, I can't do anything about it. I even have one lady that was like, I'm going to like a senior, like a senior hearing officer, right? She was, she would like listen to my story and everything. She's like, oh my God, like, I can't believe this. Like, da, 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 da. like I'm going to send this to like senior advisory and see what they do about this and whatnot. And I was like, yes, somebody finally that's going to like do something for me. And they never called me back with a result. And so I had to call them and be like, hey, like what's going on with this? And they were like, oh, um, I'm seeing the notes here. And it says that like it got sent to senior advisory but senior advisory uh, still wants you to uh fulfill these requirements so yeah and their biggest thing was like file like file an appeal with the board of appeals whatever right and i did that back in july um and you have to pay fifty dollars you have to send it in like cash check money order whatever and so I sent it in with the money order and whatnot with my um, application, I want to say, to file an appeal. Um, and I kept calling like, the Board of Appeals to see, like, what's up with this and, like, whatnot. And they're like, oh, like, because of COVID, like, we're backed up. Like, you probably won't get a hearing schedule for, like, over a year. And I was like, what? Like... I can't wait a year for a fucking hearing on a case that's been dismissed. Like, you, you feel me? Like, you see where I'm coming from? Like, I can't wait a year. And finally, I had heard, I had like, a, like with one of those meetings with the hearings officer, they were like, you need to call, like, call the Board of Appeals and see um, if they can, like, expedite your case and whatnot. And I was like, all right. Oh, my baby. You. <laughs> and 
they were like, call board of appeals and see if you can expedite your case and whatever. Because somebody was like, oh, you should, like, one of the hearings officers one time was like, oh, you should have been seen already by, like, the board of appeals. Like, you should have had your hearing already. I was like, no, like, they keep telling me that I'm going to have to wait, like, up to a year and whatnot. And so I'm just waiting. And he was like, no, you should call and see if they can expedite your case and everything. And I was like, I kind of, like, rolled my eyes and, like, on the phone. was like, yeah, in my head, I was like, yeah, right. They're, they're not going to be able to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and whatnot. Like, I've called them so many times. Like, they're probably gonna be like, this girl again. Like, I, we keep telling her she's gonna have to wait, like, a year or more, like, at least a year. Um, but one time I actually did call them and I got lucky and I spoke to a woman that was like, oh, I handle all the scheduling for the hearings. Um, and I told, I was, I'll remember, I remember this conversation so clearly. I was 38 weeks pregnant. And I was like, hey, like, I'm 38 weeks pregnant. Like, I need something done about my case. Like, my whole case has been dismissed, this, that, and the third. And she was like, oh, my God. Like, oh, my God. Like, yeah, I can definitely help you. She's like, I don't know if I'll be able to get you in before, like, you give birth. But, like, I can get you in as soon as possible. And literally within a week of speaking to that God-sent woman, I got a date and hearing time for uh today and yeah and so then all the way since then i waited all the way until today and for this hearing and you want to know how long i was in the hearing for literally like 10 minutes i I waited this whole time to be seen by the board of appeals for 10 minutes and what did they say they were like they looked over like my paperwork and everything and so they were like, oh, your case has been dismissed. We see that, like, this officer lied on your case and was untruthful about his facts. And I was like, yeah. And they're like, okay, well, file a hearing with a hearings officer. We'll send you a letter for you to, like, be able to reinstate your license and whatnot. And I was like, boom, it was that easy. Like, God damn, I went through all this swimming whatever you want to call it like going through everything jump through all these hoops to go through this bullshit for this whole thing it's past like two and a half years of this bullshit with my license for the board of appeals to just be like oh yeah just schedule your hearings like a hearing with a hearings officer and reinstate your license that's it i was like y'all motherfucker, yo like <laughs> i hate the rmb like such a simple a simple simple thing was done in the matter of 10 minutes that was literally dragged for two and a half years and people don't understand like the turmoil like the simplest things over the simplest things like i don't want to say my life has been shit but it has been very difficult (laughs) without my license um and whatnot and so i'm so happy that this whole process is over i have a hearing coming up in the beginning of december um so it's only like a couple weeks away um for my license and guys 2022 your girl is skirt back on road hopefully I'm, I'm saying that now because, like, I don't really know what's going to happen. Mm. Mm. 
but yeah thank you everybody that tuned into this podcast and listened to my wonderful story about the bullshit of the rmv um there's no lessons to be learned here honestly (laughs) um oh god damn you get fucked even when you're sober so shit i'm just y'all i'm just probably just gonna keep smoking i'm not smoking right now but i can't wait to smoke and I hope you all have a wonderful day or night, whatever time it is that you listen to this. And just just be grateful for, like, the little things. Like, even though, like, a license is a big achievement in your life, it can just go like that. And it's absolutely insane over, like, the stupidest things or the littlest things. It doesn't, like... If an officer pulls you over, it doesn't matter, like, what type of mood they're in. Anything can happen um and whatnot and just be great and what's unfortunate is that my phone was <laughs> my friend lisa's probably gonna laugh at this my phone was broken <laughs> and this isn't funny it's funny now but like at the time my phone was broken when i was being arrested so i couldn't even record this bullshit that happened and whatever for like for my own ass and it's just like god damn like <laughs> i've never had like the the best of luck with phones and you want to know what's crazy the phone that i have right now this is like the like the longest i've had a phone like work perfectly okay for me the only downside is is that it's like um what's that word it's locked <laughs> it's locked so it can't even be used as an actual phone but it can but it can't but yeah y'all like my luck with phones my luck with life is just never boring (laughs) but again thanks for everybody that tunes (laughs) into these podcasts i hope you have a great day or night whatever it is that you're listening to this thank you for all the love and support and bye